You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com. New from Moultrie Mobile, the Feed Hub offers first-of-its-kind cellular connection and control for nearly any spin cast feeder on the market. When used with the Moultrie Mobile app, you can monitor feed and battery levels, run feeders on demand, receive alerts when feeders are clogged, and remotely adjust feeding times. The Feed Hub is ideal for anyone who maintains feeders. Remove the guesswork and save time by planning feeder maintenance before you drive to your hunting property. For more information, visit MoultrieMobile.com. You're listening to the Sportsman's Nation Podcast Network brought to you by Federal Premium Ammunition and their new Centerfire Rifle Ammunition Terminal Ascent. Now, the Terminal Ascent has a slipstream polymer tip that helps flatten trajectories and initiates low-velocity expansion at longer ranges. The Terminal Ascent gives you match-grade long-range accuracy in a bonded hunting bullet, and it comes in a variety of cartridges, including the 6.5 Creedmoor, the 280 Ackley Improved, the 28 Nosler, the 7mm Remington Mag 30-06, and the 300 Win Mag. If you want to find more information about the Terminal Ascent, visit federalpremium.com, and while you're there, check out It's Federal Season, the official podcast of Federal Ammunition. <laughs> what's up everybody sorry the hunting gear podcast has been kind of inconsistent lately it is hunting season and that is what i have been doing as much as possible is hunting and uh, i've kind of put this podcast on the back seat but we are at it again this week with a brand new episode with a brand new company, we're going to be talking with Joe Miles, and Joe is the owner and founder of Osseo Gear. So these guys are a direct-to-consumer camo company. They have um, a variety of lightweight, medium-weight, and heavyweight uh, clothing options for specifically the tree stand hunter, and that's what Joe says in this episode today, that this company is really a niche company for specifically tree stand hunters, and uh, if you're looking for elk or uh, mule deer or you know big game out in high elevations this isn't the the uh the gear for you but uh, it's interesting to hear him say that he have the company has a really cool warranty uh really cool um options of how you can change your your clothing uh, if it doesn't fit right all the good stuff that comes along with the direct to consumer company but it's a pretty interesting episode uh, the goal is now that the hunting season is almost over i'm gonna try really hard to put these out on a more regular basis so uh, stay tuned for more hunting gear podcast focused uh, episodes you can find that on the standalone rss feed you know apple um, I guess iTunes, Stitcher, all the places that have podcasts, you can download the Nine Finger Chronicles podcast and the Hunting Gear podcast there or on the Sportsman's Nation RSS feed as well. So keep an eye out uh, for all those places. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you follow along on social. And um, that's what today's podcast is about. 
So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. All right, on the phone with me today, Mr. Joe Miles. Joe, how are we doing, man? Man, doing great. Hope you are. I'm uh, getting ready for this big Thanksgiving we got coming up. I'm sure you are doing the same. Yeah. Man, I tell you what, this whole Thanksgiving is going to be a little bit different this year compared to most. I have, I don't want to say elderly parents, but they're in their their 60s. Uh, my mom and stepdad, they just got over COVID. My dad, I, I don't want to give it to him. And you know how I got three kids that, you know, they really don't know how to social distance. And then I got my in-laws. They are, uh, they are in their 70s. So they're going to stay at home. So this this Thanksgiving is just going to be, I think, the five of us at at our house, the five, my family, and uh, we're just going to do it like we'd always do it, but with way less people. Yeah, I mean, it, it, that's we, we've got my sister um, who's who's in her forties, her husband, and uh, then my brother and his wife also in the forties, and myself and and our son. We're going to get together, but we're all young, but the in-laws and, and parents are staying home this year. So definitely. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. So this is the hunting gear podcast and I'm bringing you on the show to talk about your company, Osseo gear. And, um, so just right off the bat, what is Osseo gear? Yeah. Uh, just to really simplify it, we are a, a niche specialty, um, premium camo apparel line we cater to the tree stand bow hunter okay and we are a consumer direct brand um so you buy it straight from us off of our website and that way we're able to keep the price down because there is no middleman or big box store markup right Yep. And we talk a lot about that on this podcast. Uh, our friends over at Exodus Trail Cameras, they are a direct-to-consumer company. Um, there's other direct-to-consumer companies that we've had on the show, and uh, you know they all tell us the same thing. We're saving, we're saving you money and uh, by, by skipping out on the box stores and going direct to you. And we're you know, skipping, the, uh, skipping the middleman. And the, the first question that pops into my head whenever I see a brand like yours, and, and to be honest with you, I think I, I was scrolling through Instagram and I saw, or Facebook, I can't re- remember, and saw one of your ads that popped up. And I'd never seen it before, so I, I followed it and I, I came to your Instagram page, which led me to your website. And the first question that I have for you, and then we're going to get into some other questions about the, the brand and the product, but... There are a lot, I feel like every couple months or I know the last four or five years, there has been a new camo company similar to yourself. And this is just me looking at it at high level, right? Um, yep. C- coming out with a, a basic lineup of hunting apparel, you know, the camo, the, the early season, mid season, late season type offering. When you decided to start Osseo, what did you take into consideration when bringing this brand to the market for the first time? Without a doubt. Um, it is a very competitive space, and it is an expensive space to get into, um, especially, like you say, to launch a brand um, when, it, when, it, when it, it's so competitive. Um, the, the, I, I guess, you know, 
I always wanted to get into the hunting apparel side of things, especially the bow hunting uh, side, because that's kind of my passion. Um, over the last probably seven or eight years, I've, I've done a good bit of sheep hunting and got to really see the technical side of hunting clothing and how important it was in a sheep hunting environment. And there were a couple of uh, companies out there that made real high-end technical hunting clothing for the Western hunter. And I just saw a lack of that in the uh, whitetail space to get really high-end apparel for the whitetail hunter that is specifically designed for the tree stand bow hunter, um, because that's what I love to do. And the, the thing that, that was lacking, you know, there's guys that use this, this out west, uh, sheep hunting, uh, elk hunting, camo, um, apparel, whitetail hunting, and they do have success with it. But it really wasn't a pattern that I thought was what us tree stand bow hunters needed. It just didn't match. And and I don't know. If, I mean, we'll, I'm sure we'll talk about the owl story here in a minute. But once that happened, I knew that we were onto something. We had to bring it to market. Okay. All right. So. Now let's take a, a step back and I want to ask you, um, when you, when, when you're sitting around, uh, thinking, you know, like you, I take it, you're a guy who just thinks a lot, it, you know, typically guys who come out with new companies, they just think that all they're doing is thinking about what can I do next? What can I do next? You know, ideas pop into your brain all the time. So walk us through the beginning of this company, like, from from the time the idea popped into your head until the time when you're like, man, I want to make this official and start and start selling some camo. Yep, absolutely. I um <clears throat> really last October, like I said, I, I have started three different uh, businesses and uh, still have two of them today. I sold one of them, but um, wanted to get into the the apparel, the, the, the hunting apparel business, and uh, again. I knew I wanted to be customer direct because that way we could save guys money and bring the highest in apparel that we could possibly produce to market um, and still be competitive price wise. But again, the thing that was lacking was the, the camo pattern. You know, there, there's tons of camo patterns out there. I mean, I'm not going to name them all, but yeah, everybody knows there's lots and lots of options. And so literally last fall, I'm walking through the woods, scouting and uh two great horned owls get in a fight at 10 o'clock in the morning over me and one of them flies into a tree and lands and um just vanished and i walked over to him and he started bobbing his head and he flew from that tree to another tree and landed again and you know i lost him and he, we're talking 30 40 yards away and i'm going man that thing is super camouflaged he hunts from a tree that makes a lot of sense. So I thought, you know, this could be something. So left there, went home. I've got a couple veterinary friends of mine, called them up and said, tell me about rabbit squirrels eyesight. They said, man, we, we don't know anything about that. Um, we need to get a, a biologist, a, somebody that works at the zoo. And anyway, they tracked it all down. We'll come to find out rabbit, squirrels, deer, they all have dichromatic eyesight. They see very similar. And so, I, you know, the light bulb is starting to go off here, and I'm like, okay, an owl hunts from a tree. He's hunting animals that have the same eyesight as the deer I'm hunting from a tree. Why on earth is there not a camouflage pattern out there that mimics 
that of the owls. So I, I'm thinking, all right, we, we've got something now. I got with a really high-end graphic artist, got a bunch of pictures of owls, and we started overlaying them with the color patterns and, you know, went through probably 25 different versions until we got it right. And then when he finally sent me the last one and I printed it out on a big piece of paper, went out and wrapped it around a, a pine tree with, you know, samples of the other clothing, other camouflage patterns out there and just saw how well it, it blended. And then I put it on an oak tree and, and it, and then went to a cedar and looked at all these different trees and compared it to all the other camouflage patterns out there. I said, man, we, th this is it. We, we've got the best pattern for tree stand hunting there is. And it blends in every tree just like the owl does. So that, that's really what, what got everything started. Hence the logo for the company. That's right. Yeah, but Osseo actually is a Latin word for a genus of owls that we used to create the pattern. So that's where the, the name Osseo comes from. Wow, that's very interesting, man. Um, all right, so so this was kind of the idea, right? This is the creation period. Now, there's a whole, yep. as I'm learning, the more I do a podcast like this, there's the great ideas, but bringing a great idea to a marketable product that people want to buy is a completely different story. Walk us through that period from, okay, I got this camel pattern. How do I put it on apparel or clothing that is actually going to be functional in the timber for a variety of different weather options? Without a doubt. Um, so I, I had no experience in the clothing uh, industry, the manufacturing of clothing industry, but I have a Another friend of mine that I played baseball with in high school that um, did all the sourcing for hook. I don't know if you've, you know, that's a fishing line yep. of apparel, but he had all the factories, um, all the places where you get the fabric printed and manufactured. And I went to breakfast with him once I had the, the pattern dialed in and um, we sat around for four or five hours and he's like, man, I got it. And I said, now, look, I want this to be really high end. I've got samples of some of my sheep hunting clothes that I want to use different ideas from there, plus what I think is really going to help bow hunters. And we went through, I mean, spent weeks going through everything from the cuffs to the pockets to the location to the installation to the wind blocking to the scent control. I mean, it, it is a there, there's a ton of steps to it, and you have to be meticulous with every one of them um, or, or it doesn't work. And then, you know, we get the samples in, we've got to tweak them, we've got to build tech packs, and it, it's a lot to it, but we spent a ton of time and, and really turned over every stone and, and, and got the best fabrics in the, you know, really in the world um, to, to, to bring this line to market because that, you know, that was the only way, you, you said it, you know, there are a bunch of clothing lines that, that are coming online um, you know, every year, every six months, a new one pops up. And how are we going to be different? And how are we, we going to be successful? And, and, and obviously, the quality of the product and the camouflage pattern, and then staying true to what we are being a, a bow hunting tree stand apparel line. We're, we're not interested in, in guys that turkey hunt or duck hunt or, or hunt elk out west. That, that's not our market. We're, we're staying right in tree stand, whitetail, bow hunting. That's, that's what we do. Right. So, 
So how much time did you give yourself for product testing and product development from the time you, you maybe put together the, uh, the, the first run and you said, okay, we have enough now to potentially go to market. You know, it would be irresponsible if you guys didn't test it first before you started selling it. How long did that testing process take to get out, get into the timber, get it into some hardcore, you know, hunters' hands and uh, put the product through the ringers? Yeah, I mean, we we did basically 120 days of that, um, and and it was you know wide open, you know, up and down trees. Everybody had it for weeks at a time, wearing it every day. I mean, we were wearing it around the office. So 120 days of of really testing. And, and this year, you know, we did a pretty limited run um, of everything that we tested. And we, we've gotten, obviously, more testing done during this first year and gotten a lot of really good feedback. Um, the, the, the product has held up like we knew it would. It's, it's, um, you know, we're getting into some colder weather and our bibs and jacket with the Primaloft insulation and the wind blocker that we have in. You know, all that is we're getting five-star reviews on everything, and we've got it in, in literally thousands of guys' hands now, and, and we're, we're about sold out, believe it or not, Dan. Um, we, you know, several of our sizes are already sold out, but we did do a limited run this first year um, because we, we, we wanted to, to go slow here. We wanted to go slow with it, and anything that we needed to tweak or change, we, we were prepared to pivot and do that. Okay. You mentioned uh... – the some of the best fabrics and some of the best materials in the world what are those fabrics what are those materials and and how does that make a good garment yep absolutely so the the, there were really three three things that we stressed when when putting this together first and foremost for white white tail bow hunter it's got to be ultra quiet all right so that's that's number one Number two is it's got to have dexterity and stretch. It's got to be able to um, stretch and move where it needs to move so you can draw your bow and you can climb in and out of stands. And, and third, it's got to be durable, right? It's got to last. It can't fall apart. The stitching's got to be good. The fabric can't break apart when you walk through a briar bed or whatever it may be. So I, I left a lot of that in, in, my, in my buddy's hands that helped me with the sourcing, but we obviously we wanted to use a what we call a brushed fleece fabric, which is a fleece that's been brushed so it has loft, so that it, it stays really really quiet. We use that in bibs, our jacket, and our vest. Um, so all of that has a brushed bonded fleece and bonded. It's bonded with a PU laminate so that it's really quiet but it's still windproof and highly, highly water resistant. We're not going to claim that it's waterproof. We are going to be coming out with rain gear, but uh, the, the products this year um, are, again, windproof and highly water resistant, but we won't claim that they're waterproof. Um, and then when you get into the insulation that we have in those three, for example, we use Primaloft insulation, which is the warmest synthetic insulation that, that you can that's been tested and used. Um, and, and you know, as technology improves and, and and something else out there becomes better than Primaloft, we'll certainly look at using it. But right now, from our testing and all the research we've done, Primaloft is by far the best insula- insulation. Okay. Um, and, and these 
are exclusive for Asia. They were built for us. Gotcha. Well, that's uh, so it's yep. it's not necessarily stock material that you're bringing to the table. It's like oh, I want that. I want that. I want that. You're actually developing insulation and materials to make your make your products. The insulation is there. Primaloft is a licensed. Um, it, it is a licensed product that you have to be approved to use. But the the outer so so the insulation. Other people can certainly use that, and other people do use it. I think North Face, Patagonia, um, they use Primaloft insulation. But the outer fabric and the PU laminate are kind of our secret sauce, if you will. They're exclusive to us the wind blocking capability and then the quietness and the way we brushed our fleece for our outer fabric is exclusive and, and, and proprietary to, to Osseo. Gotcha. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about the build because I've had companies on here that, uh, you know, they say the same thing that you say, and then they send me their products and this is just me being blunt. They send me their products. Yep. I go out, I give it a, a try, and I just am like, oh, my God. It's just another person saying that they've done something just to get you know, a, a share of the market, basically, is what I'm getting at. So what, what of what you just said, the material, the construction, all that stuff, what makes yours different than the next guy who has a similar product to you? So, so the, the quality um, is going to be, I, I will say, the quality will be to other premium brands that are out there. Um, what, what separates us is our, our laminate, this windproof, is going to be quieter. Um, that's going to be different. And I'll send you some samples so you can test it out and see what you think. But um, th- what's really going to separate us is our camo pattern which is a proprietary camo pattern, and then our customer direct model that's going to save guys uh, money. So that, that's really what separates us is our quiet laminate that, that's exclusive in, in, in ours, and then our camo pattern and our, our business model as far as how we sell the garments. Those are going to be the things that separate us from the other guys in the market. But as far as quality is concerned, um, you know, there's not going to be anything better than what we have, but I'm not going to sit here and say that, that our jacket or our bibs are going to keep you any warmer than some of the other premium brands that are on the market. Gotcha. All right. So I'm not a very smart guy, but this laminate process that you talk about, every time I hear laminate, I think of flooring or I think of something like uh, the a printing process, right? So yep. break down your your this laminate process for your camo that you talk about and what makes that particular process quieter or just as quiet as other you know the the other ways that uh, camo companies make their camo yeah and that's that you know that's something that is kind of proprietary so i I won't get into a lot of specifics there (laughs) if if, if that's all right yeah um basically what happens is you have an outer layer of fabric and then, then it is bonded to something. Um, and a lot of what, the, you know, like you hear Gore-Tex, right? So Gore-Tex would be bonded to the outer layer of the fabric. Um, and, and that would be a, a laminate, if you will. And then our, our laminate is a PU laminate, um, which is bonded to the outer layer. But when you take, when you take things that have laminates 
and you I don't know I don't want to use other product names but if you take them that claim to be windproof and you take them in your hands they have a crinkling sound to them you know they kind of crinkle when you when you twist them and move them with, with our laminate you don't get that you still have the wind blocking uh, function with without the noise and there's a ton of science that goes into the way these guys created that right and and you know without getting uh, too too trade secrety here if you will um, that j- just to let guys know that that's how it works is you have an outer layer of fabric which is what faces the elements and then bonded to that is your laminate to keep the wind and water out and then inside of that is your insulation the the prima loft insulation that we use gotcha okay that makes a little bit more sense all right so so th- we've talked the construction we talked about you know how did you know what actual garments that you planned to bring to the table because i'm looking right now early season is just uh pants and a hoodie um let's see here then we go to the the mid season and we add a a vest some midweight pants and a midweight hoodie there's some gloves and a beanie and then we get into the heavyweight stuff as well what do what was your thought process on what you planned to introduce or what did you need to introduce to have a a full set for someone who's, you know, one of your customers. Right. So I live in South Carolina. Our season starts August 15th. You know, you got a lot of guys in Florida, Georgia, and there's not a lot of this to really that super hot weather whitetail apparel. Um, so we wanted a really light pair of pants that had uh, heat heat dump zippers on the sides that you could un- that you could zip down. Um, and so we know we, we, we knew we needed a pant and a top for that. And I, I really went back on some of my early sheep hunting um, experience there and some of the things I had tested and worn in the mountains hiking that, you know, I was able to stay relatively comfortable, you know, when it was 80 degrees and you were hiking all day. Um, so I, I, you know, picked fabrics out of there that would, that would keep, me, keep me cool and, and the construction that I wanted the guys, you know, because basically as whitetail hunters, you know, we – we, we're going to have to walk to the stand or ride a bike or whatever it may be to the stand. You know, that might be a hundred yards. It might be a mile, but we're not going to get in. Well, no, I won't say nobody, but most guys aren't going to get into a two, three, four mile walk to get to their stands. Um, so we do a lot of sitting, right? So we walk in, we need to be cool for the walk in and then we need to be comfortable while we sit. Um, so that, you know, all that went into play and, you know, you think about, I, I wanted to look at it as a layering type system to where you would actually use your early season, your mid-season um, stuff as layers to, to go under the late season stuff. So, obviously, with a, with a company in its infancy, there, there is a limit as to what you can bring to market, you know, financially the, the, the first season. So, we, we covered the basis this year stuff that you can hunt in early season, mid season and late season. And then we're already actually had a meeting today with, with our uh, product designer. And we've got five more pieces that are going to be hitting the market to kind of be gap filling for, for the 2021 year. Okay. And the, what, caused those new products to be designed and introduced is it feedback from the client or is it something that you're like well these people have it so we need to have that offering too no it it really was um 
it, it was products that I knew that we needed. We needed a really good windproof kind of from, from mid-season to late-season bridge. We needed a pair of pants there, so we got that. We, we needed That's kind of a bridge, if you will, between the, the mid-season and the late-season when you get down from, you know, say 25 degrees to 15 degrees in, in that range, something to fill that gap. So I knew those two needed to come in. Um, also, I wanted a heavier hoodie. Um, a, a lot of guys like the, the, the heavier hoodie that's got wind blocker in it. And, and we also wanted to introduce that for the guys, you know, the saddle hunting has, has become a big craze. And there's not a lot of stuff out there that, that fits well around the saddles. So we designed this hoodie specifically for saddle hunters. And we did get a lot of feedback from our pants this year. Guys loved our pants because there are no pockets in the, in the butt. All the pockets are on the thigh, so when they have their saddles on, they can access all of our pant pockets. And we've got this hoodie that we're designing is, is going to be good. It'll get you down into the 20s, the upper 20s, but it, it's it's made so that it goes around your saddle and, and you can still access everything. So we're we're excited about that. And then we're obviously we're going to have some different different gloves, some more late season type gloves. And we're going to have some neck gaiters. And, and a couple other things that we're going to be coming out with that, um, you know, are just things that we're adding that, that are needed, that we knew were going to be needed for the line. And it's not necessarily to keep up with the Joneses, but it's things that are actually functional that are going to help guys. You know, if we, if we can help bow hunters be more successful um, and, and, and have a company as well, I, I feel like that's a really big win for us. Yeah, absolutely. Now, what about base layers? Because I'm, I'm looking through your product offering and I don't see anything that's specifically base layer focused. That's right. Yep. We, we don't have base layers yet. That's something I think that we'll be adding in uh, 2022. Um, and, and, you know, something that we have focused on. Uh, we, we do, I, I think, um, I, the, the ideas I have for base layers, I think are going to be good. And, and also socks. You know, a lot of guys have there a hard time keeping their feet their feet warm, and I've got some ideas. Again, you know, I've, I've done some extreme hunting in Kyrgyzstan and Mongolia where it gets bitter cold and, and learned a lot about keeping your feet warm, and we're, we're going to bring that to the whitetail market as well. So, so awesome. excited about the future. Awesome. Yep. All right, so there's a guy like me. Uh, whether it's right now after the season is, you know, while the season's still moving around uh, after the season, whenever the guy sees your advertisement or he's, he hears this podcast and it's time, you know, it's that August time frame when people really start, you know, we call that the buying season for the hunting industry. Um, what would you want to say to a guy that he right now is browsing through the Sitkas, the first lights, the, the, the Numas, the, you know, all the, the, the camo companies that are out there, why should he consider Osseo and your product line? Perfect. That's, that's a really good question. So the, the, the number one thing is, is what is he going to be using it for? If he's going to be elk hunting or he's looking for, a do-it-all camo pattern, Osseo is not the one. If he is a tree stand bow hunter, uh, that's our specialty. We, we've designed our clothes and our camo pattern, and, and I will put our pattern up against any pattern in the market in, in a tree. There, there truly is, Dan, no comparison to our camo pattern. So if he's looking for 
Look, I, I, I've gotten a lot of comments from guys. You don't need camouflage to kill deer. You're absolutely right. You don't. You know, guys, you know, used to do it. They, I've, I've heard this a bunch in the red and black flannel or the blue jeans right after work. Absolutely. This is to give guys, you know, when, when you get to a certain level, you, you're, you're trying to get inches, right? You're trying to get a little bit better with your bow, a little bit better with your broad head. Um, set up with the way your bow's tuned. This is for the guy that's trying to get a little bit better, trying to get an added advantage, and, and that's what Osseo does. The pattern does that. The construction of the clothing for the tree stand bow hunter, it, it, it's going to be better than the other companies you, you mentioned in that space. In our space, it's going to be better, and that's where we're staying. We're staying right in that tree stand bow hunter space. Gotcha. So you're very niche, you're very specialized, and uh, uh, your camo and your gear is designed for people who like to spend some time in the timber, in the tree. Without a doubt. That's exactly right. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I've had guys, I'm going on an elk hunt, I need some of your stuff. I'm like, this isn't for you. Go go, go look at Kuyu, right? Kuyu's going to do you better. You know, it's, it's made for hiking around. It's made for for the ground, you know, that sort of thing, it, you know, th- this isn't for you. Um, and, and I'm not afraid to say that because we want guys to get what they need for the hunt. Um, and, and so, but, it, but if you're, if you're hunting out of a tree there, and sitting there for a while, there, there is no comparison to what, what we have. So you're, we're sitting here and we're talking about the, you know, the potential for base layers you already talked about you have some new uh products some new garments coming to market uh fairly soon and uh and all that stuff so what do you envision osseo turning into in the next let's say year two years three years further on down the line to you know accommodate that specific niche that you're trying to fill yep um, we, we talked about that today. We, we are going to triple in size uh, next year from, from year one to year two um, with, with the amount of product that we have. As I mentioned earlier, we, you know, we've sold out of quite a bit this first year. Um, so we're going to triple in size. And then what I'm going to do is really, really focus on the, the fabric and the technology that, that's being released and, and see if I can get in because we, we want to be lighter, warmer, and quieter. Those are the, the, the three things that, that we're always going to stay on the cutting edge and on the front end. Um, you know, I'm asking for things that, that they say can't be done, and I'm asking for things they say, you know, haven't been done. And so we're, we're, we're testing all of our labs that we work with to get us fabrics that are quieter, lighter, and warmer. Um, and, you know, for the early season stuff and also cooler, you know, the, 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 the as the, as the technology improves and you're able to make garments that, that wick sweat away better and can keep you cool for the early season stuff, that, that's really the focus for the next couple of years is to design more exclusive fabrics that are really going to help guys. Right. Um, that's, the, that's, that's what we're going to try to do. Not, not gimmicky. You know, we, we don't want anything gimmicky that doesn't make sense. You know, a lot of the stuff nowadays is, is way overbuilt, in my opinion, um, and, and gets in the way. And, and we want to keep it simple. And, you know, I've, I've got 30-plus years of bow hunting from, from South Carolina to Alberta to Montana to Kansas and, you know, have done a ton of that over the years and have tried about every single product known to man. And I, I think from, from my experience and our team's experience, 
you know, our, our, our products are going to lead the way for the, for the tree stand bow hunter. No, no doubt. Gotcha. All right. Now we got some rapid fire questions here, uh, real quick. Um, what is your return or exchange policy with this being a direct to consumer company? Yeah, we do a, um, unboxing that is a hundred percent free, which is unique to the industry. We pay for the shipping of whatever you want, uh, to you. We cover that. You unbox it, you try it on. If you're not a hundred percent satisfied, you box it up. We send you a, a prepaid return label. You send it back to us for a hundred percent refund. Um, so you can try it out and, and you don't, it's not going to cost you a thing if you don't like it. Um, and then we, we do, uh, you know, if something, any type of, uh, breakage rip tear anything like that we replace the garment gotcha so uh, that kind of folds over into the warranty question if there's a rip or a tear you replace it for free or do you okay so i I go out i walk through some thorns rips the crap out of my gear you know it's my fault really but you're i turn it you can turn it back in and you will send me a new one for free Absolutely right. Yep. Wow. You guys are taking on the optics, uh, the optics method here, as far as the warranty is concerned. That's pretty cool. I, I have not heard of a lot of other garment or apparel companies doing that, man. Yeah, we, you know, want guys to be happy. I mean, that that's the whole thing. And, you know, I think most guys are going to get that if they go over barbed wire fences and they go through some nasty thorns and they get a little peel on a pants, they're not going to worry about that. Um, you know, and if they are, we'll replace it. You know, that, that's fine. We, we'll absolutely replace it. Um, you know, I have found most guys in the hunting industry have are, are solid guys. They've got good, um, you, you know, conscious, good, good sense, good, wholesome people, and, and they're not going to try to take advantage of that. I, I, that's not going to happen. Um, and, and we want guys to be happy. And if, if there's a blim or if there's something wrong with it, we'll replace it. No awesome. Problem. Man, that's awesome. Uh, in it, it's it's warranties. In my opinion, it's warranties like that. You know, like uh, Vortex Optics has a you, you break it, we replace it, or we fix it or replace it. So it's when when a company says that and then follows through with that, that tell that just to me puts a period at the end of a sentence for that brand about how much they actually care about the end user and the consumer of their product. So, yeah, I mean, we, today, you know, he called in and said, Hey, I got the large jacket. Um, you know, it's, it's not fitting great. What, what do I, I'm not sure that I need a medium. What do I, what do I need to do? And I said, Hey man, we're going to, we're going to mail you a medium right now. Try it on whichever one you, you want, uh, keep it and we'll send you a, a prepaid label and, and ship the other one back. Now that guy could keep both jackets and we'd, we'd probably never know. But sure enough, the guy got the one, the medium fit better, and he's sending us the large back. So, again, guys in the hunting industry are great. You know, it's, yeah. it's not like other other businesses where where there's some unscrupulous characters around. <laughs> <laughs> That's just not the hunters, man. The hunters are, 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 are good people. Yep, absolutely. All right, so winding it down here, if people want to find out more information about your brand, the the camo the the product line where should we send them yep osiogear.com a-s-i-o gear.com and and man you know my i'm happy my, my email is joe at osiogear.com 
if they've got specific questions. I like to be really hands-on. We've got a team here of great people, but I like to be super involved. If anybody wants to email me directly with questions, happy to help, get any info to them that they may need. Perfect. Well, man, I really appreciate uh, your time talking about the business and whatnot, and uh, good luck with not only the business, but good luck in the tree stand as well. Thank you so much, Dan. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Have a great Thanksgiving, buddy.